Welcome to Wax Half Full, episode 59. I'm your host, Wax, here with my co-host, Ads, as always. Also, producer Keith doing whatever it is that he does. Ads, how are you doing today? I am tired, as I have been in isolation for five days. And it's been a great five days. It's been an enjoyable five days. But I think I can technically leave tonight. But also, there were 20,000 cases of COVID in the past 24 hours in Sydney. Or New South Wales, rather. So, do I want to leave the house for New Year's Eve? Because it is New Year's Eve right now in, in Sydney. Um, or do I just want to stay home and drink? These are conundrums that I have. Uh, why were you in isolation, man? What happened to you? Um, so, basically, there was a major fuck-up. A friend of mine had a COVID test. Um, got his results. They were negative after four days. Um then the next day, the following day, they announced that they fucked up some of the results and uh, incorrectly notified some people that they were negative when, in fact, they were positive. And he wasn't that first batch. And then the day after that, after I'd already met him on the Sunday, uh, they said, oh, we fucked up another thousand. And these weren't even actually tested. We just told you you were negative and we never even tested them. And then he was positive and I'd spent like a couple hours with him watching soccer so yeah been sitting in my room for five days it's been fun i've enjoyed it honestly my life didn't change that much other than you know not getting to go to uh the liquor store but other than that it hasn't changed Damn. Well, that that's the uh, story of 2021, I guess. It was dominated by these COVID-19 stories with a few interludes for, for random shit. Yeah, luckily we never talked about COVID-19. We, we avoided I don't that know topic. If you, I have no idea if you're being sarcastic or not. Honestly, I have no fucking idea. No, this is, <laughs> are you uh, joking or are you guys, guys, if, if, if you want to know a lot about COVID-19 and all of it is out of date by now because, you know, virus shit. You can go watch episode 18 point... I don't know what the fuck it was. It was like a bonus episode where Wax oh, yeah. kicked me off the show and didn't invite me. And he just talked was, to, no, to Cap. It was, and go, oh, no. it was literally a bonus. Literally a bonus. Like, yeah, it was a bonus episode. Have... I didn't have to be there. Wax was just thinking of me. It was the, it was the only serious episode we've ever done where uh, I actually talked to, to Cam about... You know, the, the, the state of the COVID pandemic in the world. And I have no idea what our conclusion was. I think our conclusion was that we should, like, revert to a hyper-authoritarian society where we have no freedoms or something like that. I don't know. I actually don't know what, what I said. Yeah, um, I don't remember the ending either, but I do remember that that was definitely not the only serious pod episode we've ever had. We've had many serious pod episodes, in fact. Um, like? Like, any pod where I'm talking about music, that's always a serious pod. Ah, oh, that's true. That's true. Okay, we we had a few sh- shout outs to some artists that had deceased or retired. Had okay, deceased. I'll I'll say sometimes we speak seriously, but I wouldn't say that music or sports are serious topics. Come on. Yeah, that's I mean, there are some people, I guess. There are some people, I guess. Damn, did I just like insult your entire life? He just said music and sports aren't serious topics. What's serious? I'm sorry. <laughs> What's serious? Oh man. I, I, I feel like I just insulted your entire being. What the fuck? Yeah, it's okay. You mm. didn't insult my other important being, which was idol groups. So um, I'm yeah. still fine on that. That's a serious topic. Everyone knows that. Yeah, I, I mean, I ash it on Manchester United a lot. So yeah, I shit on them All too. Right. But it's okay. We won today in the morning. Well, <laughs> All right. So 
in the spirit of uh, what what do you want to do first? Did you want to go back on our favorite episodes of the year or do you want to do our first uh, New Year's topic? Um, let's do our first news topic. We'll do, we'll do, we'll do episodes in the middle. By the way, guys, I don't know if we mentioned this yet, but this is the New Year's episode. Like, we're not going to do another New Year's episode after we hit 2023, 2023, 2022. See, I don't even know the years. This is the New Year's episode. Um, and we are going to be doing some look backs, some countdowns. Um, I look back at our, we've, we've been going for quite, what episode are we at? 59? So almost yeah. all of our episodes, when we've done an episode a week, we didn't miss a single week. That's what you call um, some sort of good behavior, I don't know, motivation, discipline. Discipline was the word I was looking for. Some discipline and well, guys, like we did an episode a week, so you guys should support us at www.coffee. That's ko-fi.com slash jujus. But I digress. Um, yeah, let's let's go with the first topic. What's the first topic, Wax? You choose. All right. So we go back to the ever-plentiful replenishing gov of, uh, well of YouGov, who just gives us polls for us to, to poke through and make fun of, uh, I don't know, our fellow humankind. So this one is from YouGov America, just to say, just to tell you guys, yeah, this doesn't have like global info. This is all about Americans. And this is about Americans and their New Year's, res- New Year's resolutions. So the poll says that of all U.S. adults, this is only going through adults. Do you plan to make any New Year's resolutions for the year 2022? And it goes, wait, at which one is yes and which one is no? It doesn't say on the poll. What? Ah, <laughs> uh, wait, did it not say? Two in five adults plan to make. So I think purple is yes. Oh wow, that, that's that's not the way I thought it would go. Okay, okay, sorry. I, I cannot read. Okay, yeah. So only 23% of adults, US adult citizens, plan to make any resolutions. 16% are no answer. 61% are saying, no, I'll definitely not make any resolutions. Which is kind of surprising because like, I feel like a lot of people, people talk a big game about, make, about making resolutions. But to learn that only like 61, only 23% are actually resolved to do it. Yeah, but Wax, like, it's one of those things that's. It's skewed by the boomers. Take out the boomers. And it's a lot higher. Oh, okay. So yeah, so, so that, 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 that is true. So if you, so yeah. so for sixty-five and older, it is fourteen percent who say they'll, they'll make a resolution, and seventy-six percent who say they'll not make a resolution. So basically, boomers who have given up on life, they they say no. So if you look at the poll, you know, you know, I, I guess it's more telling this group for the under thirties. Of the under thirties, forty percent of them say they will make a resolution. 38% say they won't. 23% are undecided or whatever, wishy-washy about it. So basically, I mean, it, it, what's the logic? It's, it's like people, it's people who have no hope, nothing to look forward to in life. They're like, whatever, like, you know, I've lived as long as I can live. What, what more can yeah, I change? I mean, like, yeah, when, when, the older you get, whether that be like in anything, right? You just, you become, on average, there are people who are like weird and they will continue to be the way they were like as teenagers or whatever. But on average, people just stop trying to like change their life or don't don't want to experience new things. They figured out what they like and what they don't like, and they're f- perfectly fine um, being as they are. Damn, I'm talking about myself right now. They uh, <laughs> they they're perfectly okay being as they are. So, all right. I think that's why older people I like that. But still, I'm surprised that under thirties, 
like is what forty percent to thirty eight percent, and then twenty three percent undecided. Are you are you shocked that because so many people haven't given up, or are you shocked that so many people have, like have given up? Like, which way are you looking at this? Because this is really a glass half, half full thing. I think but. um it's a bit both ways, but I'm more. Sh- I actually, you know, if I think about it, I think New Year's resolutions have become just such a meme that entertaining oh, the thought of even making a New Year's res- resolution shows you as conceited. And oh, it's too trite. Yeah, it's, it's not trite. cool to do the thing. Yeah, it's, okay. it's not cool to do a New Year's resolution. So therefore, I'm not going to do one. Or I'm not going to say it's a New Year's resolution, right? Like, but I'm, I'm, right. I'm going to have some goals for the year, but they're not New Year's resolutions per se. Okay. So it's not about like losing hope or you know your outlook on life. It's just that you don't want to do it because it's just such a stereotypical thing to do. You just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, pretty much. That's how it is. All right. So, all right. So let's let's move on to what the people who actually resolved, you know, the most popular resolutions among the people who did say they would make resolutions. So the most popular one was living healthier. Almost a quarter of Americans said, you know, it's some sort of health related goal. Uh, second up, 21% is personal improvement or happiness. 20% is losing weight. I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of amused that losing weight and living healthier are separated here, but maybe the, the answers were so specific that they thought, thought it was worth separating them out. I mean, like, yeah, they're like numbers like one and three. So I, I guess maybe it does actually uh, kind of like worth separating them if they're going to be so popular. Yeah. And, you know, then it, and then it goes down career or job goals, financial goals, improved relationships, travel or moving. Other exercising, hey, exercising is that's really weird. Uh, well, stop smoking, that's also healthier. Don't know, none, reduce drinking. So basically, like a good seventy-five yeah, percent of this, reduce drinking. <laughs> uh, damn. Yeah, yeah. So, so a good seventy-five percent of the, well, I, I, I can't count. <laughs> maybe sixty-five percent. Okay, yeah. A, a good two-thirds of these selections are related to health, and everything else is like whatever. So, ads, are you surprised? Um, no, I think that we particularly people who are in tune with making news resolutions are more going to be focused on health and like health related goals. I think, um, I'm actually more surprised other ones are really low, but I guess like oh, things right. like travel or moving are like, Hey, travel, what's that in, uh, 2021 and 2020. So have people forgotten their love of travel? I, I, I don't know the stats to compare it to years before. Um, I just find travel moving, particularly for me, because I've been waiting to move for a couple months now. But um, you know, coronavirus. <laughs> but I'm, yeah, I'm surprised that reduced drinking tracks so high because like other is seven percent, but reduced drinking is two percent. So of the like the random other ones, reduced drinking it was like so big that it registered as its own option. But it was still lower than none that haven't no resolutions. <laughs> so <laughs> look, personally. I think it's well. Int- well, no, well, the none is really weird because this is supposed to be among the people who said they're making New Year's resolutions, and yet they also said none. So, like, do these people not know how to answer a poll? I think that's what happened. Probably here. they just didn't yeah, read the first part, then they got to the yeah, second think- part, and they're like, "Oh, these right. are stupid." Three percent right. of Americans do not know how to answer forms. That's probably a low assumption. <laughs> okay. All right. And anyway, so yeah, besides health, but health is the obvious one, right? Because if you think about career, I don't think people think of that as like a thing you have to resolve to do. That's just like a, for most people, that's just like a lifelong goal, right? It's not something you need to make a specific uh, decision on. And the other stuff like improve relationships, I feel like that, I feel like that also is kind of something that you just strive for in general. 
whereas the living healthy thing, really for a lot of people, it's something that you have to make like a very specific push to do, like at well, least mentally. So. I, I, no, I think improving relationships is arguably harder than like things like living healthy or losing weight because uh, losing weight and stuff like that, like, yes, you can. A lot of relationship stuff is just fighting against your own personal, I don't know, like traits, your, your personal traits and how you feel. Um, and it's very hard. To, I think it's harder to improve relationships than it is to be. Or improve, I, I don't mean like improve relationships, like the little relationships, but like big relationships. It's hard to do unless you have a very long committed effort and it's very easy to go back on them. Just like it's easy, I guess, to go back on losing weight or whatever. Well, yeah, underrating. Tell me more about your family, as without <laughs> telling me about your family. You're underrating tell the me, value tell, of tell improving relationships. Oh, the diff- not the value of improving relationships, because I don't think there is a value in improving relationships. I think, <laughs> I think that it's very difficult to improve relationships in general. Tell tell me more about your family, yes. Tell Look, me wax, I'm just saying, wax. Look, I'm just saying, like, don't don't this improve improving relationships. It's actually difficult, and that's why my okay. my dad and I haven't talked in six months. I swear. <laughs> Didn't you help him build the, the renovate the house though? Like, how did that happen? Yeah, well, look, I also worked with my dad for three years, so I I, I know how to deal with him in work mode. But mm-hmm. in work mode, it's different. Like, it's not the same. Well, he's not the same person. You know, it's like completely different. Um, I, I I um, what do you call? It? I compartmentalize my dad when he's in work mode versus when he's in dad mode. Wow, um, compartmentalizing. One of the yeah, most common coping mechanisms. It's, it's one, very one healthy. It's, it's, it's <laughs> very healthy. Look, look my, my dad's, my, just to say one quote of my dad when working was, um, this was me like maybe a, three weeks into the job, by the way. And by the way, I used to work landscaping with my dad. Um, um, so it's a pretty, you know, hard job. It's manually, like manual labor. It's like taxing physically, but it's also like, there's a lot of like nuance and things you just wouldn't learn. You know, it's not, it's not, um, what did you call it? It's not like obvious, right? Like it's things that I've never done, like say build it, building a fence or, you know, building, mm-hmm. retaining. There's so many like mini things, right? It's not like, oh, you do one thing. There are like so many things that we did, right? So every week I'd be learning something new. And the, my favorite quote from him is, um, he's, he just got angry at me for not doing something. And then he, I'm like, you don't speak. You just mumble at me or you just grunt. How am I supposed to know what the fuck you want? And he said, you're supposed to know what I want before I want. You're supposed to be handing me the hammer before I even ask you, before I even need the hammer. If I need a shovel, I need you to have the shovel in your hands, shoveling the dirt before I even think that I need the shovel. That's it's, It sounds a lot better than Eric, but it's, it was very funny at the time. And I got really annoyed and I was about to like hit him with the shovel, but that's okay. So that, that's, right. the kind, that's the kind of relationship we have at work. But it, it's funny at work. It's like enduring in like a you know okay. sitcom boss way. Okay, well, that, that is our ads therapy session but, for today. We might, but, we, might, we might have more. We, we might but, get some more later. But but I'm, not, but I'm not improving my relationship with my dad. Actually, you know what? I feel like this is the opposite of what happens in like movies. It's like, oh, you know, you do like a project with your dad and you get to know him. And, you know, you, you get to learn things about each other that you didn't know before. You get to open up. Nah, it's just, just it goes into this little box in your mind where it just stays forever and, and festers. Yeah, that's that's healthy, right? That's living healthier, in my opinion. I live healthier now that I know how to do that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, what you'd be doing is like, it's like finding a way to like hide that box deeper in your mind, bury it even deeper. That would be healthier. Yeah, that, that's why I'm moving countries. 
Okay. Or trying to move countries. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Physical distance is real distance. Yes. Remember that, folks. That's that's All that's right. that's fact. Yep. So sometimes you can escape your past. It's possible. It is, but you have to work right. really, really hard at improving your ability to not improve your relationships, which is what my goal was for 2021. And I think I improved on that. I lost a lot of friends and I'm thankful for it. Okay. Oh, so any, anyway, there's a follow-up poll that you guys did that sort of, uh, it sort of affirms like at least my, the way I looked at it, where I, where I thought that people who made resolutions are more optimistic and the ones who don't are just people who feel like there's nothing to live for. Uh, yeah. So if you look at the poll, they ask people, do you think your life will be better in 2022? And of the people who are, who are making resolutions, 57% of them said, yes, I think my life will be better next year. And of the people who were not making, oh, so of the control population, it was, 30, it was only 38% of, just, of the entire population, whether they said they would be making resolutions or not, just 38% of the people who were making resolutions is 57%. This doesn't make any sense, the math. I don't, I don't know how this checks out, but... Uh, Yes, it differs my point of view, so I will go with that. People who make resolutions are inherently optimistic and they set goals. Fucking type A personalities, the worst. Yeah, the worst people. Didn't we make New Year's resolutions wax? Yep. But they, they, yeah, were, so the... they, they were ironic. They were they were ironic. New Year's resolutions. No, I think I think they were. I think some of them were serious. Like they were. I think they're aspirational without any like, realistic hope we would do them. But I think they were within reason. They weren't comedy resolutions, so so let's go around and uh, talk about our last year's resolutions we told you on the podcast and how we did. I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. I resolved to work on learning a new language. I put in zero effort. I for, fucking forgot the day like the day after the podcast, and I remembered when it came around today. So there we go. Yeah. So that was really. You know what? I'm surprised now. I'm I'm looking at this right. Was was there any learning a language or like reading or nothing there was none of that on the news yeah. resolution list it's all in other it all that shit goes into seven percent okay right yeah yeah so that was wax's one he did nothing for it i actually did something for my one i think actually i did have learning a language as well and um i did no japanese study for about 11 months and but this month because you know i'm actually tryharding i'm trying to study at least two hours of japanese a day it's going well um so that that one we'd put as a small success not really a success because i didn't do anything for 11 months but anyways it's okay. you tried you, 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 did, you did a thing i did a thing the other one which i had arguably more success with was um reading so my goal was to read one book every month for the whole of the year and i didn't quite succeed at that but i did read a lot more um i probably read around seven books i actually actually just finished another one so i think we're on eight books now i should i should what's the what's the equivalent of an anime like my anime list for books i need to make i one. mean are the i mean are these all light novels because if they're all light novels no no none, none of them are light novels they're all real books wax they're real okay. books not to say light <laughs> novels aren't real books my light novel count is a lot higher wax Alright, there there must be like a letterbox for this. Uh, go, go go ask sheep or ZNF. They'll they'll tell you. They'll they'll tell you what it is. Yeah. Alright. So yeah, seven books. I think that was a big success in my opinion. Um, I don't know if I had an exercising goal, but if I did, it went down the shitter because we were in lockdown for four months and I had no gym equipment and I lost my will to live. So that one went down pretty bad. But now I have gym equipment, but then I've been locked in my room for 
five days. So, yeah, it's gone well. All right, Keith, what was your resolution and how did that shit go? Well, f- first to answer Ads' question, uh, Goodreads is the big one owned by Amazon uh, for like tracking your book library and what you've read and what you want to read and stuff like that. And there's another like smaller indie one that I think is still around. I haven't checked it in a couple of months at this point called Storygraph, where you track the same sort of things and then it gives you uh, recommendations and stuff based on yeah, yeah, what but you've the- input. Is ZNF on either of those making anime reviews to get um, told to die? Uh, to make... uh, I don't think he's on Storygraph. He might be on Goodreads. I don't know. All right, I just need that. Okay, that's 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 how I know it's a legitimate list site. If there are people telling other people to kill themselves over their opinions on books, it's a legitimate books book listing site. Yeah, it means they really care. Yeah. Yeah. My anime uh, list sucks, Keith. by the way. Just for just for just for clarity, my anime list sucks. You should use any list; it's way better. Alright, continue. Okay. Any list uh, as far as far as my resolutions go, I think I also had language on there because I probably mentioned at the time that I bought a like a Japanese workbook. I don't know where that workbook is right now like i think i know where it is but like (laughs) off the top of my head i don't it's probably like in one of several stacks of things in my room um and i've never started it uh and then my other resolution was to read six books because going into that resolution i was reading more uh and i had finished a couple of books and i was looking forward to getting a couple of others when they came out this year and stuff like that. Um, and then I just, I never finished a book at all uh, this past year. And I stopped reading the ones that I was reading at the time that I made that resolution, even though I bought more books, but I just haven't read any of them. So, yeah. Keith, what about all the Japanese language uh, games that you bought on steam sales for the past three years? Did you play any of those? Uh, not in the last year. I haven't. I played one. Um, Which a one? couple of years ago. Uh, I don't even remember the. Um, what about the Live Love Japan one? Have you played that one? I played that one. That was funny. I think that's the one I started, and then I I played it for like five minutes or ten minutes or something like that, and then I stopped. Nice. The battle ones, the different like hiragana battle or whatever. I never played any of those. <laughs> yeah, those are great. Yeah, so we okay. all failed. Did anyone succeed at anything? I, well, we, I kind of succeeded. I think I did the best out of everybody. Omedito. <laughs> Genuinely, Thanks. other than wanting to get, uh, like aiming for doing this for 52 weeks in a row uh, without missing a week and succeeding at that. But like other than this podcast and the other podcasts, I don't even remember what I did this last year. Wow. That's the that's, that's the that's... joke. Wax and I don't even remember the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Man. Well, let's let's try to figure out what we're gonna do. You know, we, we, let's, let's do it again. Are we gonna let's do these again. resolutions again? Fucking let's do yeah, it. we're gonna do it again. We're gonna do it again. I mean, the stakes are low because we we fucking well, Rick, for me, me and Keith, the stakes are low because we we failed. You have succeeded, so you gotta pick something that you know you have like a standard to live up to. But for me and Keith, it's pretty easy. 
Yeah, all right. All right. I'll start with myself since I'm the one who succeeded. First off, I want to continue reading. I've really enjoyed reading. I stopped reading for like a bunch of years during university for some reason. Um, I used to read way more when I was a kid. Um, I enjoyed the reading. I want to keep it up. I want to start making my annual list for reading my books. Uh, yes, going to university made you stop reading. It just killed your love of, of learning. Going honestly, to to it kind of did. Education. I, I'm pretty sure that was more the depression, but that's okay. Um, right. They might be attached. Uh, so keep reading. That's number one. I'm not going to do the whole 12 books, 12 months. I'm just going to try and read as much as I can and consistently read. Because this year I've just been reading in spurts, but I want to try and consistently read. Uh, my other goal is to move to Japan. Japan, let me in, please. Please. That's that's not up to you. That's not up to you though. Well, I mean, you could make it up to yourself, I guess. But uh, we'll see how that one goes. Yeah. So so once I do move, if I do move, you know, you know, um, I do want to become yeah. conversational. I'm not gonna say fluent because I doubt I could become fluent in one year. Um, well, it's pretty much impossible. Uh, conversational in Japanese is the goal for the next year, and to improve my relationships with people I don't know because they don't know how bad our relationship is. That's my goal. Okay. <laughs> Am- amazing. Amazing. Is that All improve right. your relationship with somebody who doesn't know you exist yet? I think I'll, I'll I go mean, with yes. That. If you start yeah, from zero. Not, yeah, exactly. It's like, well, you, you could just say make new friends, but whatever. Make new friends, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with something that's atta- more attainable. Something that I was already doing. Uh, I result- I'm going to go with something very... Uh, easy-ish, I guess. I'm, I resolved to run a half marathon next year. And it's easy to attain because I did it before. And I just stopped uh, running for a really long time. But I'm getting back into it. So I think that, you know, if it's something you've done before and you're, you're trying to get back to that level, it's it's, it's not that hard. It's a, it's not an ambitious goal, but I think I can get there. Wax, um, how far do you run and how often do you run nowadays? Uh... Well, it's it got cold, so I got lazy again. So it's not it's not it's not a good sign. But uh, back back when the weather was decent, I was doing like I don't know, like like six miles every couple of day, every like once a week or so. Once once I mean, a week. I, I don't I don't know how many, how long because I did train I mean, for a half marathon. I never ran it because my knee exploded. Yeah. But um, yeah. I was like running probably more than you should because clearly because yeah. my knee knee exploded. Um, okay. <laughs> but like. Um, I always wondered, like, should you be able to run? Should you be running half marathon lengths to be able to run a half marathon? I always wondered that. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, like, the, the, way, the way you train it is that you, you don't want to overtrain. Well, that, that's what they say. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not like an expert on this. I just know that, that once, once upon a time, a long time ago, I ran a half marathon. Self-measured. I, I don't want to fucking pay money to these race organizations. They're fucking scammers. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's... I don't know. I, I cannot. I cannot tell you the. I cannot tell you the scientifically correct way to do it. I just know that overtraining, yes, is a thing, and you could hurt yourself. So how did you train for it? Uh, I just ran every day, which is which apparently, according to a lot, a lot of people, you should not do. Yeah, that is overtraining. <laughs> but well, it's okay. Well, I'm, not, you, I'm not. You're young. You I'm not doing it now. Yeah, exactly. I'm not doing that now. I, I think I would feel really bad if I did that now. So now it's like every other day. So now, so now I'm up to like six, seven miles if I go long and I can get that to 13. I don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it's speed. I don't want to trivialize it, but it seems reasonable. All right. Check back with Wax in 2022, at the end of 2022 to see if he reaches that goal. 
Um, Keith? Oh, do, wait, Wax, do you have any more? Or just the one? You're focusing on one. No, that's it. That's it. I, I'm not going to tax myself. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Keith? All right. So without retreading ones that I've failed in the past, there are uh, two things. One that I need to do and one that uh, would be nice because I haven't done it in a very long time. Um, I need to declutter my room. Um, and I've attempted it several times this last year, but I end up somehow just making more of a mess and I need to stop holding on to things for, uh, the sake of, uh, sentimentality because it just creates clutter. Um, so I need to do that and I will do that. Uh, the other one is I want to like 100% a JRPG. And just one, because it's gonna probably gonna take me twelve months to do it. Does um Dragon Ball Z Kakarot count as a JRPG? Uh, yes, but I probably will never. Alright, hundred percent of that. So I've a hundred percent of the JRPG. Yeah. So... so like in the last few months, uh, I bought like Dragon Quest Eleven, which I never started. I bought Tales of Arise, which I played for a couple of hours and then stopped. And then for Christmas, I bought myself um, 13 Sentinels after Sheep was raving about it and then ZNF was raving about it. Um, And I played that for, I don't know, half an hour to an hour. But I haven't gotten back to it yet, but I plan plan on doing it. But that Platinum trophy on PlayStation for that has like almost 30% acquire rate, which is ridiculously high for a Platinum trophy. Um, Does that mean it's easy, or do people just? So I don't know. It's either easy, or the game probably didn't sell a ton of copies, and the people who are the type to buy it and play it are most likely to also get the platinum trophy for it. Because like Spider Man, for instance, has like an eight or less percent acquisition rate for the platinum trophy, which is more normal for a. Yeah, but that's game. a blockbuster as well that almost everybody yeah. bought, right? So like, there yeah, are that, that, sounds, that sounds normal because if you look at the Steam stats for a lot of games achievements, you'll see that like a lot of people they buy it and they play for an hour and they don't even, they don't even like finish the first mission. I yeah, guess. tutorials typically have very very high uh, completion percentages, and then final missions have very very low um, completion percentages. Like you'll see like tutorial or first missions they i mean they won't be 100 percent, but they'll be like 75 to 85 percent. so people like people yeah. a lot of people don't even that's that's still shockingly low like that's that's one of the things that like i feel like steam achievements that's what they that's what they taught me as like a gamer and like and as someone who's interested in at least in the mechanics of game development that like wow you got to realize that so many of the people who, play, who buy your game aren't even gonna be interested enough to finish your tutorial yeah it's okay they paid money um, so as, as a comparison, by the way, and I just love how we're running with the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is a JRPG, but that's okay. Um, Dragon Ball Master, which is the final achievement in, in the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot game has a 4.5% completion rate. Yeah. That's the platinum, I guess. There's, I don't think there's like a platinum trophy for Steam, but it just is like hundred percent. So that's 4.5%. Yeah, the, plat- the platinum trophy is just on PlayStation. It's acquiring all the other ones. So yeah. 
Um, uh, yeah, I bought 13 Sentinels and SMT5 uh, for Juju's sake as well. Um, I haven't started you know that, and I don't play my Switch much, but that could also be the JRPG that I complete. I feel like this is much more attainable goal than the languages somehow. No, not languages, the, the, the book reading. I feel like this is more attainable. Yeah, I mean, so the thing is, I, I want very much to get back into reading because I was reading a lot in uh, 2020 and then I set it as a goal and I just like let left it to the wayside. So I'm not going to set that as a goal, but I do want to get back into reading. All right. What, what about uh, quick Twitter? I, I, I don't know. I, this, I, some days I'm just like, I really just hover over that delete button. Um, so maybe, maybe by the end of 2022, I will not be on Twitter anymore. I just well, want to say, not a resolution, but maybe it's a thing. Why does Twitter's mobile website suck so much? Why does it keep forcing you to go to the app? I don't want to download the app. I just want to read this fucking tweet that somebody linked in Discord. And I want to be able to read the replies, and I don't want to set, be told to log in. It's fucking annoying. Why do you want the app though? The app's convenient. Yeah, that's uh. Well, I Twitter's first party app is garbage, anyways. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Every webs, a lot of social media, social websites do that. Like Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, they all do that, and it's all annoying on all of them. Yeah, the Reddit one's really annoying as well. Um, the reason why I don't have Twitter is because I don't have any social media apps on my phone um, because I found them to be time wasters and they were getting in, yes. in the way of my real goals, which was to read books. But it turns out um, no matter how many apps I deleted on my phone, I'd always find something to waste time with. So I redownloaded Reddit on my phone after deleting it for a month. Turns out I'm just a fucking Good. useless piece of shit. And regardless of how many distractions I take out, I'll always find a distraction. I was also very close. To, I don't know if I've talked to this on the pod to buying a dumb phone, mm, um, yes. like an old Nokia. Did I talk about that? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but I've, I'm with you. I've been there. But then I thought, um, if I have to go outside and like travel somewhere, I don't know. I I can't even make it home from my friend's house, and I've been to his house a hundred times, and uh. I have no sense of direction. And then I'm like, mm, then my alarms. Mm, there are so many like useful things. What if I want to take a photo of something and send it somewhere? Oh. And then I thought about work, and then it was just it was too much of a head fuck, so I just kept my old phone. Hey, uh, so back back until like 2013 or 2014, I was the the weirdo in my group that stayed with a, with a uh, dumb phone. Like I, I was a holdout for the longest fucking time, even though I was actually one of the most active. Like I was probably the most active on Twitter or social media out of all my friends. At that time, but that's only on PC. I would, I refused to get a uh, get a, a smartphone until like 2014, 2015. And uh, as the thing you do is you look up, you go to Google Maps, you draw the map, literally draw the map on a post-it note, and you stick it in your wallet. That's what you do. That sounds horrible. First off, well, that I, sounds like well, I, did. I, I don't know if you guys had these, but we had these massive books that people used to keep in their car, like the map yeah. of Sydney, right? Yeah, but yeah, 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 I know. They were cancelled because, older. like... Yeah, I'm older than you, man. I remember this shit. Yeah, well, but the pages don't, like... They don't follow up, right? So it's not like like your street goes off the page and the next page is it. No, the street goes off a page and then it's page 242. So you got to go to page 242 to get to the next page of where you were. It was just cancelled. I remember having to stop 
like pull up on the side of the road. My dad will pull out the map and just like look at it for like five minutes. Why the fuck would I want that again? Okay. Definitely harder for driving, but it's easier to pull off if you're just in New York and you can take a subway. Yeah. Okay. If you're like just walking, whatever, they're like things that you just need to know. Then yeah, I guess it's easier. But driving, yeah. yeah. I, I'm so bad with directions. Like I'm pretty sure I could get lost in my own house. Um, so I have no sense of directions. I really do think I would have died if Google Maps That's hadn't it. existed. It's such a nice time too back in the day because like you could just pull out your your uh, your dumb phone and use it to open bottles of beer as like a just a party trick. It was just funny. You could do that with your real phone. Yeah, yeah, but it, 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 it feels a bit different doing it with your, with a Nokia and doing it with like a Samsung, you know? Yeah, damn. That's what yeah. Wax really misses about his old phone, having a convenient yeah. bottle opener. <laughs> yeah, for some for someone who drinks a lot, it's kind of shocking that I've never owned a keychain bar. Uh, what is it? Bottle opener. You know, I own those. Do you know how to open with your mouth? Uh, I know how to, but I don't want to. I usually just I just open it on any surface I can find, like a like the hinge of a door Table, or whatever. Hinge I, door, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I use usually. Yeah. Um, sweet. All right. I think we've done our New Year's resolutions. Let's check All back right. next year. And see if any of these get made. All right. Uh, All right. So moving on to the... Oh, you want to do our favorite pod episodes? You said midway we do favorite pod episodes. Okay, yeah. We're midway. Let's do favorite pod episodes. So it's been a year and some change, episode 59. And we wanted to go back on our favorite pod episodes. Um, Maybe not our favorite pod episodes or our best pod episodes, but the pod episodes we remember best. Um. It's, it's mostly because, like, we don't, again, we don't fucking remember what we said. We don't remember what episodes were good, so. <laughs> we don't and remember we what episodes be... were good, and you don't either, yeah. so. Yeah. So, according to, according to Jason, last episode was the best episode because he was on it. Yep, that's how it goes. If you're on an episode, yeah. then it's the best. That's just fine. I gotta say, the revelations about Jason's mom were pretty funny. It, it was a good episode. I wouldn't say, I'd say it was the best, but it, it was a good episode. There were some bits in that episode, and there were there were funny bits. Jason still believes that they weren't bits, but that's okay. So, do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, right, go first. So, in one of our, I just chose something that would then become a running gag in the show. So that's why I chose this, not particularly because I liked the episode more than other ones, but just because it started off a gag that I had to run with, willingly or unwillingly, you know, wittingly or unwittingly, however you want to say it. Um, and it is episode 19, Idols of Econ, where we talked about idol groups and how my goal is to make an idol group, whether this is a real goal or not, we, we don't know. This is my, I forgot to put this in my New Year's resolution, but that's okay. Um, we'll put it in now. My goal is to create an idol group, um, to promote a food or a local delicacy from the area that I end up living in Japan. Now that I know, I, I actually haven't researched the local delicacy. The only thing I know about my prefecture, prefecture is that initial D was made in, in that pre, uh, was set in that prefecture. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna make the first drifting idol group. I'm sure this isn't the first one, but that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make the first drifting idol group. And this uh, idol became a running gag. We obviously had the episode where um, we had the Idol group teaching mums how to be better mums and change diapers. That was a great idol group. I rate that idol group very much. And there were a few other idol group stories peppered out throughout the year. But that's my recommended episode of 2021, episode 19, Idols of Econ. Listen to that and then you'll be ready for any other idol 
group references we make afterwards. Did, didn't you want to also recommend the episode about uh, uh, how we would destroy their Japanese royal bloodline? Oh yeah, that one as well. But I forgot what num- I didn't write that one down, and I forgot which number it is. Wax, you do okay, it when I come back to it. All right. Uh, okay. Okay. So for me, um, it's hard to say a favorite because again, I can't go. I can't be asked to actually go back and listen to them. But uh, notable episode. I like the Olympics one, episode thirty six. It's an episode where I actually went and did a lot of not a lot, but you know, like it's some non-zero amount of preparation and research just to tell you about the long list of scandals and controversies that were involved in the Tokyo Olympics. I thought that was just fun to do because you know it, it felt like we were doing a real podcast and you we were <laughs> that wasn't just two guys barely doing research, barely reading the articles beforehand and talking about them. You know, it actually did some work and I and I sort of sort of realized what it might be to do a real podcast. So that was fun. Uh, the other one I liked was episode 12 because that was the one where we tackled the topic of rectal COVID exams, which fortunately or unfortunately have not become a thing. You know, they were a subject that were broached early on in the pandemic, but I guess for you know obvious reasons, they did not become popular. But it was just a funny episode. I feel like mm. it sort of established the humor of the show early on. And you know what? I'm sad that I didn't make butt stuff a uh, running joke the way that ads made uh, I know bands, but you know, I'll, I'll I'll try harder in the future. That's that's your fault. You should try hard. Uh, which which are you on? Please show us good games. Okay. Please show us good butts. Sorry, that's what I should right. say. Uh, I found the episode. It's episode seventeen, by the way. Dashing royal is where we talked about um, having uh, killing off the royal bloodline of the Japanese. No, but not no, by no, killing no. them was, by marrying them off. off. Yes, exactly. Marrying and divorcing. Yeah. Although that, that that cannot be achieved anymore because uh, Mariko, she got married. Well, I mean, it could well, be, it could be achieved. One. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That guy did us a favor. That's one less than we have to do. Yeah. yeah. I, I was I was going to say, like, I, I feel like if it wasn't for COVID, that he'd be... He'd be I don't mind. We, we can talk about it later. But should we talk about it now? I don't know what you want to say. Uh, say, uh, say it? Oh, no, no, no. So, so, it's, so they're... they're the, the dude is like a lawyer who works for a law firm in New York. So they're, they're moving here and she's going to be working, I think, at the Met, uh, the museum, because she's like, she's in art history. And I was just thinking that it, that overlaps so, uh, well, at least like in my imagination, because like occasionally when I meet up with sheep in Midtown, we go to like a Japanese jazz bar. Like, we went there once or maybe twice, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, so, 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 so yeah. And it was Japanese jazz bar that was, that was definitely not for... Obviously, there's like you know locals too, but it's definitely catered toward the diaspora crowd, you know, people from Japan. So I was like, what are, what what are, what are the odds that these people come into our come into my life? What what are the odds? Who knows? Wax is gonna cuck this dude who married who already did us a favor, dude. Don't do that. Wow, no one's already no, no, single. Wow, wow, wow. What, what 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 a jump! What 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 a, what a you you set it up like that. I don't know, man. That's just the it's not no, a jump. That, that, you were leading me that, there. You you led the horse was, to the. No, no, you, you're you're just depraved. Your your mind just works in a weird way. That's that's what, that's what uh, happened. Sorry, here. sorry. I didn't, uh, Wax is actually very, very morally upright person, so he wouldn't do that. So I apologize, Wax. All Go right. back and listen to every episode where Wax is the opposite of morally okay. upright. So that's okay. All right, we we won't ask Keith for his favorite episode because he told us before the show in the pre-show meeting that he doesn't remember anything that we did this year. Which and then I believe him. So we'll move on to the next topic. All right. I'll, I'll address right. the next topic. Yeah, do the yeah. 
the, Let's do the next YouGov topic. Okay. The, end, the endless world of YouGov topics. Okay. Yeah. So YouGov, an endless, you know, just there's so many of them. Um, let's endless part of content. Yeah. That one and Sorrow News were really, we should have done our best content sources <laughs> at that list. Um, but which one did you want to do? We just did oh, fine. I'll, I'll, majority. I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll okay. just introduce it. Okay. Okay. Never mind. Shut, yeah. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> okay. I we're going to do the Google ones, but that's okay. We'll do that one later. All right. A majority of U.S. adults say, so this is YouGov America again. This is not the world. This is YouGov America polling only Americans. A majority of U.S. adults say 2021 was the worst year, was one of the worst years in American history. So this is a poll that went out and asked people, basically the question was, how has the year 2021 been? That was the question. And so for all of the U.S. adult citizens... Uh, now, they actually phrased this question very interestingly. They asked, for you personally, how was it? And for the country, how was it? So 14% of people said it was bad for them personally. It, it was, no, sorry, it was terrible for them personally. But if you want to combine bad and terrible, it was about uh, 31%. But when you asked them, how was it for the country as a whole, 30% said it was terrible. 35% it was said it was bad. So 65% of people thought it was you know, on the whole like some kind of negative. And that is like a huge difference, right? That's like, what, what, what do you think about this difference in terms of people like saying, hey, you know, it, it, that's, like, that's, like, that's, like twice, that's like twice the difference, right? Yeah, but I, oh, yeah, I think it, it, yeah. it was an unusual uh, year for America anyways. Obviously, the COVID pandemic was, is, hasn't been a good look yeah. for years. It's, it's, un, it's, it's unusual. But I, I was surprised that people, the way they, they took it themselves and they perceived it for the country. So the question was, yeah, has the year, it's basically how has 2021 been for you? How has 2021 been for the country? Yeah. So the way people perceive, I guess that's a really interesting way to phrase the question because it's not about how has it been for other people. It's how has it been for the country? And you can interpret that in many different ways. It's, you know, it's a little bit political. So, yeah. Uh, so, as do you think this is a do you think this is an unusual difference that like people thought twice as many people thought it was bad for the country even as even though if you look at the overall stats most of them thought it was okay so if you look at the overall stats for like how was it for you personally it's five percent great nineteen percent good forty one percent okay so it's actually over it's actually like sixteen percent of people said it was a at least said it was like it was net positive personally yeah. but the vast majority of people said it was bad for the country. Um, I think the reasoning for that is purely just based off the political, not to go like full political into the American landscape, but, but that question, right? The country is pretty much yeah. politically based. Like it's almost entirely politically based. I guess you could right. have like little other bits and pieces. So maybe not even a little bit. You, you're going to say this is like entirely political. Pretty much entirely. Yeah. I would say politically based. Um, you know, unless there was, uh, then again, like even if there was something like an Olympics or a World Cup that would make you know national pride be on a higher part of the agenda, that's still, in my opinion, every in the end, everything's political. That's okay. Um, I'm not surprised just off the fact, you know, like I said, there's COVID. There was obviously the very controversial, um, you know, election period. Then there was, like, I, I can't even believe that yeah, the there, capital. There, there was. The- the capital takeover happened. The capital takeover yeah. was this year. Like Biden, is, yeah. yeah. Biden was sworn in. Yeah. So like it was it, a year. It's a more political year than most years. 
And I think yeah. all, all um, election years are like that. I guess technical election year was last year, but it kind of like dragged into this year. Um, so I think I think in general this is more skewed than other years would be. Um, like if you compare it to like say 2022, 23, 24, and then obviously 25 or back in an election year. Um, all right. It would so, be lower. So, so it means that people can sort of separate like how they are doing materially in terms of, you know, like their health and their income and their whatever, and what they feel about, what you know, whatever, like the fabric of American society. Like those two things are distinctly different, you're saying? Yeah, I'd say they're different for sure. Um, I'm surprised that, honestly, I'm surprised that it wasn't higher for the for the personally people. So it just shows, you know, people's will, strong will, I guess. I don't know. How do you want to say well, it? Well, the other way, well, so so before I go there, um, so Republicans, they had a bigger delta. Basically, Republicans said 14%, they had a terrible year personally, 16% bad year personally, but for the country, it was huge. 46% of Republicans said it was a terrible year for America. 35% said it was bad. So basically combined, over 80% of Republicans said it was it was a net bad year for America. So that makes sense from a political standpoint, right? Like that, because they're the ones who lost the presidency. They're the ones who lost the, uh, there's also the, there's a the Senate elections. They lost the majority. So you, you could say that in purely political terms, that was true, I guess. Yeah, I think so. It's, it's also the fact that um, I think in general to say that Republicans are more politically active is probably a correct statement than most Democrats, I'd say. So it definitely hmm. means that they they are well, I, they are I don't, more. I don't know that, but okay, go on. Well, that, that's the running thing, right? That that most people who would vote Democrat in America at least don't vote. You know, like they're politically apathetic yeah. in that case. Whereas, you know, the voter you know turnout what? in. Yep. I actually don't. I actually don't know about that, but uh, I'll I'll let you rant on that, and then I will say I cannot confirm or, or deny. Okay, regardless of what you think, I think that yeah, people. <laughs> who are in the Republican sphere are at the very least more affected or personally, like directly or indirectly by political news than most people in the Democratic section. Or at least, uh, you know, I think historically, maybe that's changing slowly as we get further on. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's why you see such a big delta. Because, you know, like if, if you're a Democrat, sure, like there was the success, but... I think that still the capital right would still be like a very black stain on the country's history and that would put it in a terrible or bad year. But actually, you know what? I didn't want the stats properly because even the Democrats have a 34% of people with a bad yeah. year for the country. It's, yeah, it's just less drastic. It, it's it's, it's less more drastic. Than than, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you know what? I, I take some of my statement back. Not all of it. But it's, of yeah. It. yeah. Okay, so... I, I, I let me let me pose let me pose a theory that might appeal to your sensibilities and your point of view and maybe to this podcast. Uh, maybe it's just because people don't want to admit they had a bad year. Maybe a lot of people had a sh- a shitty fucking year, but it's easier to say, "Hey, it was bad for the country," and talk shit about other people and other people's lives. Mm-hmm, but when you ask people, even under the shield of anonymity, and this has been shown through a lot of actual like polling data, people. When you pull people even under pretense of anonymity, they will not answer honestly. And there's like a lot of like, there, there's there's stuff out there saying like, if you like hide the actual questions you want a bit of C of like fake questions, you'll get more honest responses or there'll be different responses. 
So maybe this is just a lot of copium about from people who actually has shitty or bad ears, and they're just uh, they're just too toxic to admit it. You know, toxic masculinity reigning ruling the day. Shov- like they're uh, shoveling it onto their country instead of themselves. Look, I could have the worst year of my life, and I would never say it was terrible. I would say it was. <laughs> I would say it was. It was eh. I would say yeah. I would go with a not sure option. Okay, That's, I'm just ta- I'm just speaking for myself. I would I say it was speak fucking terrible. You yo you would. Yeah, I would. Um, yeah, you know that's a good theory. Um, to counterpoint that theory, I think that um, I need the I need the male female data so I can confirm this theory. Because like if I data, no, there isn't. But if there was, it'd be it'd be helpful because it would let me confirm that men men will just say even if they had the worst year of their life, they would just be like, eh, that's all right, you know, toxic masculinity to to the rescue again. I I want that data. Alright, uh, we don't have that data. You go America, get on it. We need more content in 2022. That should be your New Year's resolution. More content. Thank you, YouGov. You are you are you are the best. Keep keep up the good work. No, you're not the best. Do better. Alright, you, you know your second best story. You, your your second best story news. If you were that's yeah. better. Go go right. for number one. Go, go for, for number, number one. one. That's what that's your goal, YouGov America or YouGov in general. Go for number right. one. All right, so so let me just conclude this part of the YouGov segment with the another another poll from the same thing where it's like, okay, so um, they asked people said was twenty twenty one one of the worst years in American history, Ooh, and fifty eight percent. I didn't look at this one. It's 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 the second one. It's literally the second <laughs> poll. Okay, <laughs> I don't scroll. Wait, you should know this by now. I do the quickest scroll in history down the page, and by I read it. I'm ready for the pod. Sometimes I don't even do that. Like we just know this. All, right. All right. Was it one of the worst years in American history? And obviously, there is there is a huge Republican, not not huge. Well, there I guess there's a significant Republican and Democrat split here, but overall, fifty eight percent of people said yes, this was one of the worst years in American history. And you know, I, I tend to agree. I, I tend to agree. Like global pandemic that kills. I don't know how many people died this year compared to last year, but it was like like something around the range. Of, I want to say four hundred thousand or more. So. Yep. Yeah, that's my ball. That's my ballpark estimation. So yeah, that, I mean that, that qualifies us as one of the worst years in history. Yeah, I'd say I'd say it's one of the worst years in history. In American history isn't very long, by the way. Like it's, it's not an old country by any means. Not to say that most people have a very rich hey, knowledge of hey, history. Hey, Australia. Hey, Australia is even shorter. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> We've been a country like 119 years. So that's okay. 121 yeah. years rather. Um, but yeah, I think most people don't have like a have a strong grasp of history myself included to like have a judgment on the past and you know every everybody weighs the present more heavily in these kind of scenarios um so is it accurate no but it just says um in general in american i don't think it's a, it's a purely american thing i think if you ask this in most countries you would get perhaps not as strong in the you know negative section but i think you'd get a more negative than average uh, result. Yeah. yeah. What I'm actually curious about in other countries is, is if you would find the same kind of difference between people who said they, it was bad for themselves and it was bad for the country. I, I wonder if that difference would, would exist in other countries as well. I think, speaking only for Australia, really, I, um, I think Australians just have less of that unified country sense than yeah. America does. I think in general... Australians don't have that unification of country. I don't know if it comes from just the the whole like 
lack of patriotism in Australia or lack of seeing patriotism as such a unique and um, celebratory aspect of life. Uh, you know, I th- I, th- I just think the government is less influential in Australia than it is in, in America. Uh, on average. Yeah. Well, this is well, completely other, different, obviously. Well, the other theory I had besides, you know, toxic masculinity, making people mask the fact that their lives sucked, uh, is that maybe it has to do with the media environment. Because this year, the media was very inundated with negative news, negative messaging, very downer messaging. And, I, and honestly, I'm, I'm not saying that was necessarily dishonest. I'm saying like, like maybe it was true. Maybe they were report, trying to report as accurately as possible on the situation. But regardless, like, like, you cannot deny that the messages we saw in the media were generally very negative. So maybe that made people think, oh, shit, things in the country must be awful for everyone else even if your life is good. So maybe that sort of uh, you know, affected this perception that, or this, this polling anyway. All right. Uh, yeah, sorry, I was on mute and I didn't realize that I was talking. <laughs> um, I think, yes, but I think, I don't think, I think in general, like this is obviously a, like a year and or two years. I think in general, like people would say that media messaging is negative, like, overall pretty negative so i don't know how much they had an influence on it um i just think there wasn't i think the big thing is we're like we're a year two years into the pandemic and the big thing is like had had we not had you know omicron come right at the end of this year i think people would be a lot more optimistic about the future but i think just feeling like we're back at square one you know like if you look at the news now there's record numbers of um like covid numbers you know, in every country, it's been records in Australia broken every single day. We just had yeah, like 25,000 cases in New South Wales and start pushing on like, what, 40,000 cases for the first time ever in Australia. We'd never gone above 10,000 until, you know, just a couple of weeks ago. So I, th- I think just the negative messaging has only amplified, you know, if it, whereas most people would have thought, you know, with the start of the year, at least on the, on the COVID side, there was so, so much aspirational hope with the vaccination vaccines showing, you know, very high right. efficacy against co- the early COVID right. strains. Yeah. So I think it doesn't help that over the year, it seems as though the COVID pandemic has maybe not gotten worse. Uh, arguably it's not gotten worse in terms of like the actual like optics, depending on where you live, obviously, um, because there is a massive you know gap. Right. And, and just to say, and just and just just as a good disclaimer, like the negative messaging by the media, it may be proven that it's it was not like overly negative. It, it, it may actually be proven, like history may bear out that the media was not negative enough. Like who knows? Like that's that that, that remains to be seen. Yeah, that's something you can't say right now. You probably can't even say I mean, next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, not, you not can the, say now, but you can you don't have the full story. I'd say it was very hard right, to have the full I, story. Yeah, I I just have the eight hundred thousand COVID deaths, but whatever. Yeah, other, other than that statistic, who cares about that one? It's a yeah, tiny yeah. little error. Rounding error, rounding error. All right. Hey. We done with this topic? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess so. That's, uh, I, want, so I want to do the world's want... most Googled one. So that was the one I really uh, wanted to do. All right. Do you want to go by the one that Google put out themselves or the one that Reuters did that accumulate that aggregated Google data? Um, Let's do the Reuters. Actually, you know what? The Reuters one's a bunch of tweets and I don't have time for that. Let's do the Google one. Okay. <laughs> it's actually it's it's okay it's actually really long so it's gonna take you a while whatever let's, let's go through it all right let's go through a wax all right so so basically uh google sent out a thing they did this you know year review thing where they said they curated a list of 
things throughout the year that were the most searched. And now leading to this list, I can t- definitely tell it's curated. This is not like a statistical list of like what was actually the highest every month. This was this is this thin. This is Google's sort of editorialized version of hey. Remember all these things that happened this year? So this is not necessarily ref- reflective of things that definitely were the most searched this year. I, I feel like, uh, what, what, what's that uh, Forrest D. Wimmer called? I, 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 Ivermectin? I feel like that was definitely one of the most searched things earlier this year, and that's curiously not on this list. So I, I, I'm just saying... Like, or was it like uh, the middle? What, what, well, you, don't, you, know what I, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, was I, it, so, okay, yeah. Yeah, so just just as a disclaimer, this is Google's curated list of things that happened this year. So let's let's only I would look at this as more of like a like a fun look back at twenty twenty one and you know stories and trends and memes that were popular on the internet. So let, let's let's look at it that way, not 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 as like an objective measure of what was like searched on Google. Yeah, fair enough. All right, all right. So ads, let's go through it. Give me give me your stream of consciousness as you read this for the first time. Okay. So the first one that I saw was um, vaccination volunteer was the first thing that's on this list, really. Actually, sorry, before that, I want to go Bernie Sanders and his mittens meme at the... Uh, this was the inauguration photo, right? Yeah. So for people January. who haven't seen this photo or remember, damn, it was this long ago. Um, in January, there was a photo of Bernie Sanders in a coat. I assume it was very cold, wearing um, knitted mittens. And well, that the, became the very distinct... Yeah, the very distinct pattern. The very distinct pattern, yeah. Um, but that was what uh, was the first big search thing that happened. Um, and I quite According enjoyed that meme story. Let's, let's, let's say it was the first... No, no. Like Let's let's say that was the first big uh, uh, meme thing that happened. There yeah, was meme a story. I said meme story. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, that's my first one, Wax. We're just going to take go back and forth. Okay. Oh, you you, oh, you you want me to go down? Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. like okay. go back and forth. All right. So, God damn it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God damn it. Daft Punk broke up this year? What the fuck? Well, who? Daft Punk? We had an episode on Daft Punk and their whole breakup. What the fuck? Yeah, we wow. literally had an episode about that. I, tr- I truly don't remember. So that happened in February. <laughs> that happened in February. Oh, Yep, uh, one broke up. Megan, Megan, Markle, and Harry, I don't know what his last name is. What, what's the last name of the House of Windsor? Do they have a last name, or do they just, you just not have one when you're a royal? I don't actually know, to be honest. Yeah, um, I, I, I did love I, the um, the royals booming trend. Yeah, That's a good, That yeah. was a good trend. Uh, people who don't remember, there was the whole... Um, I don't know if it was like an explicit accusation of um, racism and whole... There was a whole racial undertones to the whole Meghan Markle story. That's yeah, pretty explicit. I think that's pretty explicit. Was it? it I, was I wasn't good. sure if it was like explicitly stated or it was like coming through. No, no, like no, no, no. There was a very... There was, okay, okay, so like there was no like 100% like, you know, dead to right sourcing that this came from some of the royal family. But there was some some sourcing that said that someone in the royal family said it's a shame that you're like your kid is going to be like not light-skinned. Yeah, like, stuff they, like they, that. Yeah. Um yeah. I think in general the Royals had a bit of a reputation here. I've always been surprised at just how how well the Royals do. Their it's because of the crown, man. It's because of the crown. That show, which I did not see, but no, I didn't watch that show either. But yeah, the, the whole marketing really around the the Royal family has always been extremely good. Like even when Princess Diana died, I don't know if that made them more or less famous, right. but I, th- so, I feel like they. Did. 
So okay. in, in March, in March we got what is a hate crime, and I'm like, hmm, I, I actually forgot what happened in March. So you, you have to remind me what happened about hate crimes. Was this like the whole push towards? Was this the whole stop Asian hate part of time? Or no? Oh, was that it? Uh, oh, right, right, right. Okay, been, yeah, it might have been around okay, that time. Right, right. That 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 was when there was a. That was when there was the Atlanta shootings, which which I I think what happened, which led to follow up that the prosecutor couldn't couldn't find evidence that it was hate crime, and then they're trying to retry it, so they, it is hate crime. I don't I don't I forgot exactly how that worked out. I I was looking I was following up on it, and then I lost track of it eventually. Yeah. Um. Wax, you're not gonna have my favorite my your favorite story. I'm gonna leave right. this one okay. for you. Yeah, yeah, awkward transition for hate crimes, but uh, uh, in, in March, the Suez Canal was speaking of crimes just that people hot, hated. <laughs> well, the 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 crime was like keeping those poor Indian soldiers on 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 the boat for like gazillion like months because that's how because maritime law is fucked, man. Maritime law is like, it, hey, hot take: maritime law is is more fucked than hate crime law. You know, like if if wait wait what what was the maritime law about this? I've forgotten. Basically, so so the Suez Canal, you know, the Ever Given, it got lodged in Suez Canal because of uh, we don't know yet. It's like they're, they're arguing whether it was the pilot's fault, whether it was whose fault it was, whatever. It got lodged in the canal. It blocked it for like a, a solid week or two. Uh, so the soldier, uh, sorry, the sailors on the boat, in this case, they can't just leave and go home. Like they have to be on it. Like there, there's there's like some weird thing about maritime law where the sailors on the sailors they're just stuck in a diplomatic no no man's land if this kind of controversy happens. And I, I I'm very much simplifying it. I'm I'm sure you know it depends it depends case by case. I'm sure there are there are a lot of cases where they can be repatriated home easily, but there are a lot, you read about cases where you know these this this happens to a ship where the owner of the ship absconds and says this is not my thing anymore. The country doesn't want to take responsibility for it, which just basically leaves the people who were on the ship, like in the they're just stranded there because like diplomatically, like nothing can happen to them. So like that can happen. I'm just saying, if you're a sailor, you run the risk of just being stranded in the middle of nowhere with no country willing to take you. And that happened to the Indian sailors, I think. Like, and I think they were stuck there for. It wasn't like ridiculously long because I think, I think it's for like maybe like a few months. But even a few months is ridiculous. Like come on, like they they should be allowed home. Yeah, um, actually, you know, I disagree. I feel like they have to stay, right? They have to stay with the ship. Like, once it gets dislodged, right, they, they need to, like, take it to wherever it needs to go, right? Well, what's, what's like, a reasonable length of time, though? Like, because I, I, I don't know how long they're going to be stuck. I don't know there. how long they were on it, right? Like, but if they were on it for, like, a week or two already. Look, look. Assuming I, I they're getting paid. I, I don't know how long, how hard sealing is, so I, I can't say how easy it would be to bring in, like, a new group of guys to say, hey... We got this out of it, and we're gonna take it to the next, port, the nearest port. So, I, I, so I well, they weren't doing anything. They were just chilling. They had like a little break. They were, it's not like they were working. The fucking thing uh, wasn't you, moving. <laughs> I, I, you know what? You know what? I, I, I should, I should do this article. I should get my journalism pants back on again and like chase down these sailors and ask them, "Hey, were you guys getting paid when that happened?" Actually, you know what? It, these articles probably exist. I should probably just look up Indian news. Like, I'm sure these guys got like interviewed a ton in the Indian press about like what the fuck happened there. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll continue while you do that. Okay, okay. yeah, go. So, my next story was... Hey, you want to do this topic, okay? Eurovision was searched over uh, three times more 
than American Idol globally this year. I'm still so surprised. I, I, I Okay, look, I'm not the Eurovision person, so I, I don't think I've ever watched Eurovision in full. But I'm just so surprised at how big Eurovision has become as a global thing. I feel like it was so, like, Europe-focused, and it, it seems still so niche in terms of its, like, approach. But it somehow has a pre- has gotten a, a global audience. So, well done to Eurovision for keeping... Did it start... Okay. Did it start being streamed? Like, is that what happened? Did it start getting streamed globally? Is it everything on YouTube or something like that? I'm sure they did a lot more, like, um, you know, social media stuff. I don't know if it was streamed free on YouTube or whatever. But I, I feel like it has just gotten way more popular. I, I, I don't know when they started allowing um, different countries outside of Europe to be in Eurovision. That's become the running meme. Um, and I don't know how many countries outside of Europe do. I know Australia definitely does it um, because it always makes the news rounds when, when it happens. Um, but I think that definitely probably helped that fact that there are other countries outside of Europe in, involved in it, um, which kind of defeats the whole purpose of Eurovision. But I digress. Um, and I just think, well, funnily enough, American Idol has been going on the opposite, you know, downtrend. Although we had a recent discussion in the in the uh, Discord um, about how streamers are bringing back old um, old American TV, sh- uh, you know, reality TV shows, such as the big one right now is MasterChef. But I'm sure somebody will start watching American Idol and bring it back into relevancy. Come on, XQC, America needs you, even though he's, I think he's Canadian. Right. Yes. Yes. That's a lucrative business that surely will not be DMC'd into oblivion soon. Surely this will last for more. Than yeah, guys. Weeks. We can definitely keep watching. Yeah. You know, entire Cop- Master Chef. Copyrighted content. Yeah. Exactly. I, I right. was watching XUC watch Master Chef by the way, and he watched pretty much an entire season. He kept saying, "I'm only going to watch one episode. I'm going to stop after this episode." But he just knew it was free content and just kept watching it. But it was still funny. All right. Uh, in June. We, in the U.S., what is a meme stock was searched 10 times more than in last year. So that was the entire GameStop, GameStop thing, right? That was the entire scandal where uh, to the moon, to the moon, to the moon, right? I, I think that's what happened. Yeah, it was, but I, th- I thought that was later, but damn, it was only June. I, so I thought so the what whole, happened? The meme stocks uh, were like in March-ish. One, one second, let, let me look up GME where it's at now. Oh, it's still like... It's still pretty high. What the fuck? So I guess this saga hasn't ended. I was going to ask you, like, so whatever happened to that? And I guess the answer it's, is... It's still like, going. It's, and there's like always... It's ongoing. Yeah. There, there are like yeah. up, news article updates on it. And almost all of them have like a negative undertone of like how it's going to go. But as far as I can tell, the core group of people are just so invested into GME and into the whole like narrative arc, whether it's real or not. Um, that yeah. they refuse to sell pretty much. <laughs> so, so, so from what I can tell, okay, never mind. So, the biggest thing. Oh no, you know what? It was actually even earlier. It was. It actually happened in January. That's what I, I thought. Know, I thought so it was very early. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't know why Google has it in June. Okay, yeah. So this is why I said that the this this is Google's curated list. They're they're, they're telling you, like you know, hey, remember these cool things that happened while, while dancing around you know topics they don't want to talk about. So yeah, yeah. I I know there were very few political topics. That's all right. Right. All right. So let's keep going. You you go next. Okay. My next one will be. I'm gonna go with the euro, the euros, which were you know a very exciting, actually surprisingly exciting um, soccer tournament. 
And in July, how many times has Italy won the Euros, trended globally? For the first time in trends history. So obviously, Italy had beaten um, England in a rather epic finale, which went to penalties, which is always... You know, regardless of how much hate penalties and the whole penalty shootout concept gets in terms by by like avid soccer fans or like the very what would you call them traditionalist soccer fans who just don't like the fact that a game of soccer can be ended on a very very like coin flippy um, concept. I think ha- finals that go to penalty shootouts almost invariably uh, or inevitably um, remembered as some of the best finals. Whether that should be true or not, I, f- I feel like once a final hits a penalty shootout, it just becomes more steeped in folklore. And this this final was not none the different um, with the whole, you know, England. You know, the meme about England not st- still not being able to win a national yeah. international trophy it's de- still exists. It's definitely it's- true. It's de- it's definitely true because like I feel like people talk about they want to know about competitiveness. They want to see the best possible players. They want to see the highest expression of skill. But no, we just want drama. We just want fun. Yeah, in the end, it's all about drama. Um, And there was definitely drama outside of just England not winning with the whole um, racism issue in England afterwards because obviously there was a lot of abuse shelved, particularly at uh, a few black players from uh, the UK team for missing their penalties. So there was that whole drama within the UK. But that kind of like did... Exactly, exactly. Penalties are good because your racist grandma can ask, why did Rashford miss? Like, that's why penalties are popular. Like, that's can, basically I it, right? Tell her, I told your racist grandma, <laughs> it's not because Rashford is black, it's because he sucks. And he still sucks for United, <laughs> and we should bench him. Exactly, exactly. You know what? I, by the way, shame on Google for going with how many times Italy won the Euros instead of it's coming home. Yeah, like that, that's that's funny. That, that would that's the obvious fucking one they should have gone for. Like it means whoever was like making this list doesn't doesn't follow sports. He's they're an American. Yeah, my, my friend group obvious. definitely listened to "It's Coming Home" on Discord a bunch of times before and after that World Cup final. All right, uh, let, let me let me look some more for for the next one. All right, there's gold medal, whatever skate park, whatever. That's Olympics. It's a bunch of like Olympics related shit. Why did Y2K trend in, 20, in August? That's what, I was going to ask that when I was scrolling through. Has Y2K become a meme? Okay. I, I don't fucking even... I, if I, you click, even I didn't know, know this, either. but if you click on it, if you click on it, mm-hmm. it'll actually give you a little blurb. And I'll read the little blurb. From mm-hmm. brightly colored computer monitors to low-rise jeans, late 90s to mid-2000s trends made a comeback this year, causing the world to search for Y2K more in 2021 than ever before. So... I, the, this year, global search interest in Y2K theme party increased 4,700% now that we know that computers can handle it. First off, if it was like two people were searching it, then it's very easy to become a 4,700% increase, but that's okay. Just further telling you how shitty this Google year in search thing is. But that's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so it, so ads in September, the most searched, uh, how long does it take to learn search string was how long does it take to learn Japanese so a lot of people were thinking about uh hey you know I've been in down lockdown for a really long time why don't I move to Japan and I, I, you know I, mean, I don't know if that, that was your logic but weaving was always popular that's all I'm gonna say it's just, it's just always weaving been popular. popular yes it'll always be popular all right, as mm-hmm. you go next all right my next one is going to be 
I don't get this off my screen. One sec. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking thing is such a bad website. Yeah, it's pretty terrible. I don't Down know why you want to this topic. Down today was a global breakout search this month, increasing 5,000% from September. Which month? October? Okay. Yeah, October. Um, so there was a, this was, uh, this was, uh, I remember this, this was when Facebook and a bunch of media websites went down for a couple of hours and the world wondered, what the fuck do we even do when we have no, nothing to waste time with? But we survived. Yeah. It's okay. This we is one of the funnier ones. This is one of the funnier ones where they don't want to say Facebook. So they have to go with like a random ass term that they that could be used to represent it. Yeah. Facebook it was and Instagram like... were the two. Were they the only ones? I think they were the only ones. There was well, another yeah, one that was a lot smaller where there was a couple of other ones, but I think that was like an AWS problem. Yep. Ah. Uh, let's uh, let's keep let's keep moving on. Potluck. Nah, that's just Thanksgiving. That's pretty much it. For some reason, it ends in October. They don't even run it to the end of the year. November. Yeah, dude, I don't know why you want to do this topic. I told you it was bad. Okay, it was a bad topic. I agree. I just wanted to like really give you a chance to talk about the, the Suez, Canal? Suez Canal. Yeah. I kind of but just got that on my own. I guess, I guess you know, because you know, it was done on your own. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so in 2021, I, I, I wanted you to come up remember a thing that you like. So I, think, I do, I do. I have it, I have it. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, this is the part where we talk about things that, wow, that was this year and do that trite thing. But yeah, wow, this was this year. It was the fucking Suez Canal. That was such a, that's such a great, like, random-ass story that could really only happen in this modern age. It's just such a fucking... It was like a good mix of comedy and serious because it never got so serious that it actually like affected us, right? Like, people could tell you that the world is losing like a billion dollars of commerce every day due to this, but as long as it didn't affect you directly, you could just like laugh at this bullshit for like a solid week. So I thought that was a great, great story. Also, and, and also, it, it made you remember that, like, you know, even in this day and age, we're still moving shit around on boats, on fucking boats, which are like, I know, but no, 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 I'm not like denigrating boats or anything, but boats have been around for like a gazillion years and we're still bad at making boats or, well, you know, we're still bad at driving boats apparently. So, so there's that. Yeah. Boats have been a big story outside of the Suez Canal, obviously. If you've been following any news about um, delivering. Look, 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 I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying if. I'm just saying if guys in like Micronesia can like take boats from their isles like thousands of miles to New Zealand, like, like drive your ship better. Drive your ship better down the canal, man. Like you, you can do it. There's than that. really it's nothing great. in between Micronesia and New Zealand to hit, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, but but they uh, <laughs> I mean not hey, a lot hey, of things hey. to hit other than sharks, maybe. Right, but yeah, but you know, those guys' arms are you know what I mean. Yeah, I have comparing different things, you know, like like one's an endurance exercise, they had their sails and their arms. And I don't know. And, and the other one's a mega boat. A mega boat where it's like, it's it's just you and your mechanically controlled steering, your mechanically controlled steering wheel, and your gazillions of computer operated instruments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. The the funniest part about the Suez Canal, or rather the most unfunny part, is all the stories that came out about things that were stuck behind the Suez Canal. Uh, that I mean, stuck that... behind the Evergreen, the Suez Canal. Yeah. Um. Obviously, the amount of food wastage that happened. There were, I think, yeah. there were a lot of ships with like animals. That, yeah. Um. Surprisingly, there is a lot of not unsurprisingly, surprisingly, there's a lot of live animal shipment. Like most, a lot of meat does get transported. Obviously, already slaughtered, but a lot of meat gets transported live, um, to be slaughtered at its location. And yeah, that was kind of upsetting. But I think in general, it just shows just how 
reliant we are on a few very key places in the world that normally wouldn't get much attention um, for the deliverance of all of our, what would you call it, all of the mainstays of you know modern living, such as easy transportation of goods, easy and quick transportation of goods. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, where the fuck is my order, OzPost? How do you message, email me back and say, oh, it's okay that we've lost your order because on the 5th of December, it was tracked once and then never showed up ever again. I'm going to fucking kill somebody at OzPost, by the way. Well, have you tried not living on an island? Anyway. Dude, it's in Australia. The thing was already in Australia. I don't know. Anyways, we've just got to murder somebody. And then they have the audacity, by the way, they had the audacity to email me today and ask, how did we do in resolving your problem? We'd like we recently received an inquiry from you that was handled by our customer service team. We'd appreciate a few minutes of your time to provide feedback on your experience. You guys did nothing. You did fuck all. You did nothing. Anyways, my story. Uh, you, you want to do your second story? Uh, yeah. So I want to do my other stupid story, uh, which is right. my favorite Twitter trend, and that's uh, the entire Bean Dad saga, where a a guy he relished in telling Twitter over the course of like 20 tweets how he refused to open a can of beans for his daughter and tried to make her solve the problem of how to open a can as if he was being an amazing you know like parent and uh i feel like did we talk about i think we had an episode on this or we did a segment on this we, we did and talk I remember, about this i didn't right, remember right. it as the ballad of bean dad that's what i, what I didn't remember it but now they explain it, i do remember this well, well his name is yeah well bean dad was the meme name so i, I remember me saying at the time that yes this guy was being a dick but clearly, even the way he told the story, you could tell he was embellishing it because, to make it more funny for Twitter. So I, I thought it was a little bit... So yes, the guy can be a dick, but I think people the, the blowback was actually crazy. Like, like People weren't taking this as like a funny, sto- a funny story of an asshole, but as like, you are literally committing child abuse. And like, I, I'm very sure this guy not, did not actually commit child abuse. Like, He's probably embellishing the story in a way that makes it seem that way. And it seems that way because he told the story poorly. So he's an idiot... I, I did not think he was actually a bad dad, but whatever. It was a funny saga because like, I, I like it when Twitter gets on like on a on a hate train. Those are always fun. So in conclusion, not a terrible dad, but a conceited dad who just tells lies to Twitter. Ter- it's like those mums who not, tell, not, tell Twitter not, about not not a terrible dad, bad writer. Okay, that's that's the end call. Um, my yeah. one isn't as funny, but it was just ludicrous. I think even um, even you know in the scope of Kanye himself. So my one was the Kanye West Donda um, rollout. The absolute fuckery of the Donda when rollout. When did that happen? When did that happen? This happened probably um, in September, October. Okay. So, uh, But it was like leading up for over a year and a half now. So obviously in 2020, for people who don't know, I'm just going to quickly recap. In 2020, Kanye said he was going to release Donda. And then on the day, he said, oh, jokes, I'm not going to release this anymore. And we didn't hear anything about it for a year. And then a year later, he said, oh, I'm going to release Donda again. And I'm going to do a live a live viewing uh, listening party, which he's done before for other albums. So that wasn't the um, truly fucked up like fuckery part. But he went to um, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in, I think, is that in Dallas? I don't know. But it, it's in one state. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, got... You Louisiana? Know, 20... the, the, Louisiana? Is in Louisiana? Uh, yeah, I think it's New Orleans. Um, thirty thousand, yeah. thirty thousand people came to this show. He came. He arrived about like he started playing at three hours late. Um, and it was a terrible uh, on the first listening. By the way, I actually did listen to it live on the first one. 
I didn't bother with the rest of them because I don't have time to wait three hours for nothing to happen. And, and it was a terrible album. It was absolutely horrid. Um, it was very bare bones. I, I, I don't know if Kanye knew how bad it was or just refused to admit how bad it was, but it was a terrible album. But the fuckery doesn't get there because he didn't release the album. He then said, guys, I'm going to do this again. Um, uh, I'm going to do another listening party a week later. And he did it again, and it was much improved. Uh, and then he didn't release the album again. And then a couple weeks later, he again did another listening party, this time in Chicago, where really the second and third listening parties, the album was very similar, and there weren't too many changes. But for some reason, after you know being a well-received second listening party, he then decided to fuck with it more by including people like... Um, he then decided to just have a really weird rollout. Why does this not have the... Uh, right, let me one second. He had Charlie Man- Manson was the first person he had on. He was actually at the listening party. Uh, and that was already a big problem. And then he had a, a, a version of Jail, um, which took off the Jay-Z part, which everyone liked. And it was like the whole um, reunion with Jay-Z and Kanye West. And including Marilyn Manson, who was already on it, he included the baby, who was already in the news for being a fuckwit. And I don't understand. Kanye's always done this, by the way. It's not something new. He does like creating drama and politicism. But I just felt it was stupid. The album, in the end, was okay. It, it wasn't fantastic because it was... Right now, by the way, there is now a new version of the album that's 32 songs long. Two hours and 11 minutes. Everyone already said that the album was already too long. But okay, it is what it is. Kanye, what the fuck are you doing? Overall, album, decent. Kanye, still continuing writing his dickhead phase. Um, Maybe into the ground, some people. I don't know if some people are going to forgive him for a lot of things that's happened over the past two years. I'm kind of like on the edge at this point. But I guess I'll just listen to old Kanye the most. And that's okay. All right. Keith, what are your most memorable things from the year well memorable stories i should say viral stories whatever you want to call it um i don't i don't remember anything about this year (laughs) i i literally remember absolutely nothing that happened this year euphoria season three euphoria season two comes out in january oh sorry I had no idea what season it was. Sorry. I I like legit. I have, I, I don't know. My favorite story of this year is uh, Riot releasing Arcane on Netflix. There we go. That's pretty good. That's that good was one. pretty good. We all liked it. We all liked it. All right. Let's move on to our final song recommendations of the year. And um, so by the time this podcast comes out, Keith may, uh, sorry, uh, ads may have or may not have compiled a list of all of our songs. And I am excited to look at the list of songs just to see how fucking old I am. I'm just gonna look at the list and realize like, holy shit, this is like, this is like this playlist, like a Google, like like a parody account would make of like a hipster millennial from Brooklyn, an aging millennial from Brooklyn. I do want to say, by the way, that um, I do have a list of most of like maybe half the songs. There's already 85 songs there for you to compare, but that's okay. Um, some of them obviously don't ha- have um, some of them don't have aren't included because we picked songs that weren't on yeah, uh, Spotify. Spotify. 
and they were on yeah. YouTube only, like say a live version or something like that. But for the most part, uh-huh. most songs are on that. This, um, I'm sure you can get access to that somewhere. I don't know if it's ever been posted, but Keith, do something. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. No, if it like, I was waiting for it to be done before I posted it. But okay, I can, well, well, I can look Keith, it somewhere. Keith, I'm Keith, gonna redo the website and everything, so it'll be there. It'll be there eventually. Maybe, probably, we don't know. Just like any everything right. in this pod. Okay, let's do our last topic recommendations of the week. I'll go first for of the year. Uh, oh yeah, of the year, of the year, of the year. Okay, so I'm gonna go. Uh, this is just uh, a wax trend for the entire year for the entire podcast. It's just Brooklyn, New York indie rock from the 2000s, early 2010s. Uh, the song is by Emperor X. The song is Erica Western Teleport. And if you've heard of it before, uh, why would you have heard of it before? But yeah, it's in that genre. It's just it's just indie rock from from the late from the late two thousands. If you like that kind of thing, you'll like it. And if you don't, you'll think it's terrible. Yeah. So Wax continuing his streak of just recommending being indie a, rock songs, being a boomer, and, yeah, and being pretending a boomer. they're more indie than they actually are because indie indie isn't a genre. No, 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 no. This one actually is. This this one the last one last week you remember what? No, actually the one deep cuts. This one is actually a deep cut too. Like it's. This, I, I what, mean, what what is it good? Let me let me search it up on Spotify. This one's actually like a semi deep cut. It's not okay. I'm, it's not. So the last one I recommended by the the Phoebe Cruz is literally like no one's heard of her. I, I Dude, got, I understand. this has um, over a million plays on Spotify. This is not a, a million. Is a million a lot? Like, like, so does it have to be like four hundred? Like the last one I, I linked. Do you want me to? Do it? I can do no, like. No, but like, if you compare the album right by Emperor X, um, yeah, like that is by far the most streamed one. Most of the songs here have are in the hundred to two hundred k range. So this was like a okay. big oh. hit for them. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, but, the, but I'm saying the band itself though is not. Okay, yeah, the, the band, band is itself, not yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, hey, hey, if if you actually want me to go like 2010s only like four hundred views on YouTube. Uh, Brooklyn Rock, no, I can do that too. Do, you, do you, that. Want me, do you want me to do that? Don't do that, Wax. I'm joking, okay? All right. Just, all right. Keep going. I'm going to hold mandolin. All right. Um, my song, because it came up in a discussion. Well, it wasn't really a discussion. It was like Skitter made a drive-by post, and then Ads made a drive-by post, and then I made a drive-by post, and then nobody continued the discussion from there. Um, but it was in Discord not too long ago. Uh, Skitter was talking about uh, a verse. I forget what song, but a Kanye verse, a Ye verse uh, that would be like top five or something like that. And I was like, what is the most underrated Ye verse? And why is it the third verse on Breathe In, Breathe Out? And then I Googled it because I was like, surely this isn't actually underrated. But it turns out the internet doesn't like Breathe In, Breathe Out. Um, yeah. There are some weird album uh, songs from that album that don't get enough respect. I still, to this day, hold that. Um, Flask Core is Kanye's best song ever made, and it will forever be Kanye's best song ever made. Yeah. Uh, I think I've listened to that song more than any other Ye song. Same. It's so good. I love it. Um, um, yeah, my song like is Breathe In, uh, Breathe Out, because it's, uh, it's incredible, and people... I didn't even know people hated on it, but apparently they do. Apparently they consider it to be the worst track on the album. Um, and they say it doesn't fit and it might be his, one of his worst tracks, uh, 
in this whole discography but like probably those posts were probably like pre donda or pre something so who knows yeah i'd, I'd say that's the case um my song is whiskey ga osuki de sho which loosely translates to you like whiskey don't you um by there are many many versions of this song um that are made by i, I was tossing up between a more modern version or the older older version but i chose the older version by sayuri ishikawa she's a very famous uh inca singer which is like a japanese olden style music i don't actually know like how to explain it but, um it's not on spotify or at least not in australia um it's probably in the japanese one um there are a few versions of it but specifically i want to point out the live version and you'll know which live version it is because at the at the start of it someone in the crowd yells sayuri-chan and that's why i know which one it is and that's the best version of it and that's the one you should listen to uh it's whiskey wait, 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 wait this song's title is like literally you like whiskey don't you yeah okay pretty much it's a yeah there, there have been many versions of this song um the male and female but i think her one is still the the cream of the crop best version um so that's okay. my song recommendation it's my final song of the recommendation and because after this i'm gonna go buy some whiskey i'm gonna sit in my okay. room alone and drink okay and probably okay. Listen to this song. okay as i'm gonna tell you like i hate Enka. i fucking hate Enka. so i'm just gonna tell you fuck you have you listened to this song though I haven't listened to this song, but like, so Enka is like so related to the kind of like old Korean songs my dad likes and sends me like YouTube links of all the time. Like, I, I just cannot like it. Like, I just because you it. hate your dad doesn't mean you have to hate Enka. <laughs> Am I, I projecting I again? I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't hate, I don't hate my dad. I just, I just hate the way my dad uses social media. That's all. Yeah. Um, I'm not the as, as, for, as, for, as for you, I, 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 I can't. Yeah. You, you take care of your own problems. Yeah, all right. Um, I'm I don't know. I'm okay with Enka. I'm not the biggest fan of the like by any means, but I do like this song quite a lot. And I think right, that rare. Oh, sorry. Yeah, is that all you got? all you got? That's all I got. One song. That's it. Nice. Let's go. All right. All right. Let's, let's wrap it up then. Let's wrap it up, and that concludes Wax Half Full for 2021, fifth episode 59. Thanks for listening. Um, as always, if you would like to support us um, in any way, whether it be monetarily or otherwise, you can go... Um, actually, there is no otherwise. That is the only way. <laughs> the way to support us is through through the website, www.coffee. That's ko-fi.com slash the jujus. Um, thanks for listening. We hope you have a great New Year's. Um, I doubt this. I think this will go out on new year's eve keith is that right in america new year's eve uh hey, no hey. new year's day okay it comes hey, out new year's it, day. They, by the way people can support us with their support and their love and their cheers like they don't need to give us money i always say that listening to us is enough wax why are you putting me as the bad guy here okay um <laughs> but I, I also want to know I, we're supposed to do this but i never do it you guys can like follow us, rate us on Spotify. Can you rate people on Spotify? I don't know. Are we on anything else? I, I've never like <laughs> just give us the follows on the Spotify. I think you can follow people on Spotify. Probably do that. Yes. that that's yeah, your New follow. Year's resolution, guys. Follow us on Spotify. On uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, other stuff, Google Podcasts. I think Amazon probably. Yeah, all that stuff. Whatever you listen to us on. Click that follow button. 
All right, so thanks for listening and we will catch you guys next year.